This is Kev Millar from the 2004 World Champion Boston Red Sox, and you're listening to Boston's Big Three Podcast, presented by Ride the Wave Media. Boston's Big Three, sponsored by bostonsbig3.com and Time Miller Designs. Two websites and one, two products that came out of the Ride the Wave Media. Uh, what is that? Like the Ride the Wave Media. Pipeline. The pipeline. Yeah, the pipeline. Came through that. Uh, bostonsbig3.com. We have a lot of merch coming. I know we're, we're going to be hitting 2021 running. Celtic season's coming up. And you know what that means is that I'm going to be talking about the Celtics a whole lot more and be screaming at. All, all these people that are just morons on the internet. It's starting. Like, this is coming. This is coming. But that also means that merch is coming. Whether it is for BossesBig3.com, whether it is for TyBillyDesigns.com, both of them I'm going to have my hand in for some Celtics merch. So if you want a specific design, if the fans want something specific, I can make it if the people buy it. TyBillyDesigns.com, BossesBig3.com, go check them out. Like we said, Celtic season's coming up because the Patriots are deep, E-A-D, dead. Patriots are toast. Nine and seven's the best you, uh, best you can finish. Cam Newton might be packing his bags out of New England next season. It could be Stidham time. You have, like, no idea what's heading into this offseason. But the LA Celtics, trip will recap both games. Here we go. The Celtics season started the day that the Patriots lost in Houston. And they signed Tatum to that contract an hour later when they posted that. You knew basketball season was here. They've been Patriots have been stringing you along the last couple of weeks. Arizona, where they should have lost, they they walked out with a victory. You go against the Chargers, went forty five to nothing. <laughs> they give you hope. They give you so much hope. This guy right here, what does he give you, Brendan? What's hobby? He gives you a, gives you a, a little shred of hope, and then rips it away the very next week. Not even the very next week, four days later. <laughs> four days later, and they lay up a three-point showing, 24-3. to three. Uh, I mean, let's. I'll break it down first before we get to you guys. When we go, because it's been a while since we've talked to the, the Chargers yeah. game. That was fun. That was so much fun. Everything went right. Everything went right. Special teams, defense, and you know what? The offense worked, although Cam Newton threw for under – a hundred yards. The offense worked. It's a, it's a game like just like last year. Brady didn't need to do anything against the Buffalo Bills. Brady didn't need to do anything against the Miami Dolphins to start off the season. Like there are certain games that quarterbacks don't need or offense doesn't need to do anything because special teams and defense takes care of it. It gave you a sense of hope. And also, I looked at it as optimistic for 2021 when you see Gunnar Oshevsky. That's back-to-back weeks where he ran it in for a touchdown. And everyone knows that he did that back-to-back weeks. It gives you hope for some of these young guys on defense um, that have stepped it up. It gives you some hope on offense as well, too, seeing Nikhil Harry get in the mix a little bit. Gunnar Oshevsky, again, getting in the mix a little bit. It just it gives you hope. But when you go into the Rams game, the Rams are were and are. they, They are a complete team. All sides. They're not the same Super Bowl team you just saw a couple of years ago. They're a complete team. Uh, and when you're eight and four at when going into that game, and they just came off a good victory against a divisional opponent, Arizona. I mean, I went into that game thinking the Pats were going to lose. I, I and and I never like to do that. I'm a homer. I, I have to be a homer. This year, I've been more realistic, which is crazy. Um, again, 
the defense was due for somewhat of a dead game, but you can't blame the defense on this game because when it's 10 to nothing and Cam Newton throws a pick six, and then all of a sudden it's 17 zero. I mean, where's the blame now? Right. Like that it changes the momentum of the game. And just a couple of things off of this game before I get to you guys is that it was fourth and goal and they were down 17 to zero. They should have kicked a field goal. They, they should have not tried to run it in with Cam. Just take the points because you're still down. You're still down two possessions. So it would have been 17 to three. And then all of a sudden you went back there. They scored another field goal. Would have been 17 six. And it would have been at least a closer game. It would it would have kept things closer. That defense for the Patriots got worn out, especially when Cam Newton could not get anything going. I am sick and tired of hearing that Cam has no weapons. Cam has nothing around him to make moves. Um, you you can't just like, what's it? You can't have your cake and eat it too. How, however that goes. That's saying it's just it's just. Cam Newton's that former MVP and and a veteran of this league. He, he should be able to make this work. Uh, it's a mixture of his throwing ability. And there's some throws that are good. Like he had to throw to Nikhil Harry that he threw it up to Nikhil Harry to catch and, and he caught it. But then a couple of plays later, he overthrows Nikhil. Like there's, there's plays that he might throw into the ground, but he might have a laser right down the middle. And that's what's frustrating about this guy, Cam Newton, is because the inconsistency, because you see that there, there's some bright spots with him and especially running the ball too. But a lot of indecisiveness in the pocket. Uh, a couple bad throws, and it's also play calling with Josh McDaniels. And I want to say that a couple weeks ago, Brendan and Tyler and Joe Stafford, who's not on here, we came on here and talked about Josh McDaniels going to Tampa Bay. And all of a sudden, it kind of opens things up because we said that, and then now up to two weeks since we said that, it's interesting because I think Josh McDaniels is done. I think Josh McDaniels should go. I think Bill Belichick should find a new offensive coordinator going forward. And I think that things could open up down in Tampa Bay. But I said this today. Um, I made a little video. It's been a while since I've done like a, a personal video, but the Pats are six and seven. I mean, there have been so many people that said the Pats were going to go three and 13 or four and 12 to start the season. They, they said that they, they beat that expectation already. There was no tank for Trevor this season. That six and seven could easily be eight wins or nine wins right now. They could easily have three wins right now. It really is that, that crazy right. spectrum of where it could be. Cause you look at the Denver game, they could have won. They could have won the Buffalo bills game. Texas city went their way. It went, went a different way. There, there's just so many different ways with the season. I want to just tell Patriots fans, hold your head up high. You know what? There was no Super Bowl tattoo this year because there's no chance that they were making a Super Bowl. Nobody, even in my delusional mind, was not picking them to go to the Super Bowl this year, but you should hold your head up high because there has been some bright spots. There's been a lot of low spots. I and we'll get into Cam Newton more in a second. I don't want to rant on. I want you guys to talk, but there's there's enough to see off this team that you know if the right things happen this offseason between cap space, between trades, and between the draft, this team should should win the AFC East next year. What are your thoughts on the quarterback position? If you, if say I want I want to raise you this hypothetical. Say Cam Newton, Jared Stidham, and Brian Hoyer. Just so you can't throw that in there. None of these guys are going to be the Patriots starter next year. Who would you want to be the Patriots starter next year? I mean, dream scenario. Okay, so Tony Maserati, and I hope to have him on an Instagram live upcoming su- next Sunday when they play the Dolphins. He asked me the same question. What are three quarterbacks right now that you think that could win for the Patriots? Now, I put Stidham as number three just because I'm going to ride the Stidham train. 
Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers could get traded if they really want to go to the Jordan Love route, if they want to do what they did with Pat Mahomes, set him for one year, and then they start Jordan Love next year. Jimmy Garoppolo is out there as well, too. Are the Niners going to cut him loose? And if the Niners cut him loose, will Bill Belichick want to pick him up? And real quick about Jimmy Garoppolo, his heart's not in football anymore. He already got his Super Bowl rings, and he got his money. What does Jimmy Garoppolo have to play for now? And I don't. I think if he comes back, does he want to come back into a cold New England region? Does he want to come and play these games out here? Or does he just want to chill out and live in San Fran and fuck porn stars? Because I'd rather do that. 100% rather do what he's doing right now. They come up to New England and try to prove something. He has nothing to prove. He doesn't need to prove anything. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not a future Hall of Famer anyways. Um, if you were going to do – if those three guys, Brendan, we'll play the hypothetical. They're gone. Stidham sucks. Right. Cam Newton's gone. Brian Hoy is dumb. You literally have to go into this draft and get somebody in the first or second round. Then you're going to have to take that person. I don't care who it is. You can take Kyle Trask. You can say whoever you want. I don't know any of these quarterbacks. I don't really watch college football. I don't care who it is. You have to get this guy. You have to develop him for two to three years. He's not going to start right away. You're not getting Trevor Lawrence. You're not trading up to get Justin Fields. You're not trading up to get Trevor Lawrence. You're going to develop this guy for two years. You have to find your next bridge guy. Who is going to be their next bridge guy? I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. Is it going to be Dak Prescott? Are they going to go? I have a couple Dak ideas. Prescott? It could go ahead, be. Name, start naming them. Name for us. I mean, this is it. I don't think this is a good option, but you never really know what to expect because he played for the Jets. But Trevor Lawrence is going to be in there. That means Sam Darnold probably going to be out. No, there. no, exactly. because that's they, what I, that's that's mine. No, the New York Jets will never trade their quarterback that they fucked up on that they never gave the opportunity to to the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. That will not. You happen. never know. Never well, either way, you're going to have Trevor just, Lawrence. I, just walk. I mean, I will give you a chance, gonna, but I'll give you like a point oh oh one percent. It's going to be a huge quarterback shakeup because, all right, say Justin Fields goes to the Giants. Maybe we get Daniel Jones. Maybe Josh Rosen becomes something finally in his career instead of sitting on the bench behind Tom Brady. Like everywhere that Josh Rosen's gone, he's had someone better in front of him. So I want to I want to say you said about just uh, Justin Fields. People have been saying Gardner Minshew. Like, why, if, if Fields yeah. goes to Jacksonville, why not get Minshew? I'd rather have Cam Newton than Minshew. Like now, like I've been so negative on Cam Newton, but I'd rather have him over Minshew. I'd rather have him over Carson Wentz. Like, I just want like, someone to throw the ball. Like right. both of my team's quarterbacks is in Penn State and Patriots. Neither of them have a quarterback that knows how to throw a football, and that's pretty problematic. I, I just someone that can just make a that's what I That's what I miss the most. I miss watching uh, a game of New England Patriot football and watching a guy that could actually throw to the wide receivers. Well, Cam, Cam's fun to watch. Just a now, big but it's 10 run so different now. You know what I mean? You guys cannot put down Stidham yet until he gets a full game. He needs a full game. He's deserved a full game. And I, I this this coming at the end, and I know I'll troll people online and, and whatever his stats are. I don't give a shit about his Jets game. I don't care about Kansas City. I don't care about anything. The only games I cared about so far from Stidham was that preseason last year where you showed a couple flashes. Give me a full game. And if Stidham sucks in a full game week 17 versus the Jets, then he's not it. Like, Do you think that I, we see a full game from him? So I don't think Cam's getting benched. So I went on I'd this. Show. I was, I was, this is what I was waiting for. But I went on WEI earlier today. Uh, and, and whatever day it is, Friday the 11th, I gave a hot take. I think that Bill Belichick is keeping Cam Newton in for his own personal ego because the way I see it is Cam Newton was brought in to compete with Stidham. And, I'm, and you guys know it. Stidham was hurt. 
He had a grade one groin tear. It was done. It was over with. And whether Cam Newton was going to beat him out anyways, who knows? Stidham was in line to be the guy, especially when they don't draft another quarterback. They bring in Cam Newton that late in the camp. They were trying to give a confidence booster to Stidham to be a former MVP. And this former MVP ended up becoming the starter. He handed the keys to Cam, said, here you go. I'm riding the wave with you. That's the way I look at it. He's like, I'm riding or dying with you this year. Because especially with the COVID year, opt-outs, cap space, who fucking knows what's going on. We're getting porked with our schedule left and right. Who gives a shit about the season? No one's going to remember the season in years to come. You know who's going to remember the season in years to come? Team that he wins is. the Super Bowl? No, no, no. no, no, no. No, he's going to remember. Because 11 rushing touchdowns, although I think that stat's stupid and I don't care about rushing touchdowns with quarterbacks, he cares for an individual stat because he's making his case for Canton, Ohio this year. Now, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Absolutely not. But can he sneak into the Hall of Fame? Totally. Probably. He might be able to do it because he's a, he's a, he's a quarterback with 69 rushing touchdowns. He's a former MVP. He's someone that... Former national champion. Wait, do they count college stuff? They don't count college. Oh, they might. They Just might. basketball. Pro, Just basketball's uh, the only Hall of Fame that pro, I think does Pro that. Football Hall of Fame, though, is not... They'll acknowledge it. They'll acknowledge, they acknowledge his achievements. It. Yeah. But I think he's... Auburn making, Cam Newton was a different animal. Yep. I think he is making a case here. I think he's making a case this season. And you know what's going to happen is, you know, guys, five years down the line when he's out of the league, all he's going to do is give proper lip service to Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, and the Pats organization. They gave me a second chance to come back into the NFL, and I got to prove myself. I, you know, and he might admit I might not, my arm's not there. I got hurt, whatever it is, but I still had double digit rushing touchdowns that year. Belichick believed in me. Robert Kraft believed in me. That's lip service. That's ego. Because especially when you're coming off a guy with Tom Brady for the last 20 years, now you have a former MVP. If this guy gets into Canton, if this guy gets into Canton, Cam Newton, He's going to praise Bill Belichick in his speech because he's going to say he's the only one that believed in me. Doesn't that rub Bill Belichick the right way? Brian Babikian loves to get rubbed around and loves that. Hey, Brian, you know, talked very highly like, oh, Brian helped me. You know, you just you, you feel it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. I think there's something underlying there. And the Patriots are still not officially eliminated from the playoffs yet, even this upcoming weekend. They're not officially going to be eliminated. You write it out. The only way I truly see Stidham in here is if they're six and eight heading into week 17, because if they're seven and if they're seven and eight, he might give him the shot to try to go 500. He might say, get us to 500. Let's do it. But I, I think there's something that's underlying that we won't know as fans or as journalists or covering it. You won't know until years to come, but this guy will never say anything bad about Bill Bell. Even if they, no one's going to remember their season. If they finish the season six, no one's going to remember the record, especially when the pages are going to come back the next year and the year after that and year after that. But Cam Newton will remember because Cam Newton's going to get signed somewhere else. Someone's going to give him money. Someone's going to, someone's going to be able to, to give him Use his, his next chapter in the be, right way. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, again, Lastly, I went on EEI and they and they said they don't think anyone's gonna sign him. Jacksonville should sign him. I think he should start over Justin Fields. I think you bring him in and Justin Fields learns under him. I think these rookie quarterbacks that come in, like Justin Herbert, right? Justin Herbert shouldn't be thrown to the Wolves this year. It should have been Tyrod Taylor the entire year. And then Justin Herbert learns. I like to see these young quarterbacks learn. Unless you're number one overall, you have to start. Like if you're a Joe Burrow, you had to start. You have to start. You're Trevor Lawrence, you have to start. Like that's just because you're number one. You have Baker to Mayfield didn't, because Tyrod was there. <laughs> so, but that's again. So Baker Mayfield didn't, and he should have. But 
isn't that isn't that a good transition? Because look where Baker yeah. Mayfield is a couple years exactly. later. And and that and that's my case is because you don't want to wear out these quarterbacks right away. I, I and I think having a Tyrod Taylor at the time, he still is a veteran guy in the league, but having Cam Newton on your team, it, it's worth something. And and, um, and and not only that, he knows the Patriots playbook. So if you're if you're a team that wants to know a little bit more insight about the Patriots, it might be worth it. Well, that that playbook's going to change because if you have a quarterback will, that can throw about, versus one that can't, it's a very big <laughs> it's, difference. But it's about how they do their daily routines. What What's their daily routine like? What are the right. players like? What's the locker room like? It's those little things. Uh, lastly, his body language this year has been so up and down. I've been calling him out nonstop. This guy's danced around when they went 45, nothing, even though he absolutely stunk that game. Yet when they're, when they just lost 24, three, he's pouting in the media. He's all quiet. It's, it's just like, it's, 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 it's pitiful how night and day it is, and no one's seeing that. And and I'm I'm sick and tired of these people defending Cam Newton. How many excuses can you make for? I make excuses all day long, I do, but how can many excuses can you make for this guy right here? Not a lot. But Not a lot. It was fun. <laughs> we it was a fun fun weekend last weekend for football, but then uh, we we went back to reality, if you will. Because I mean, I, if if it wasn't 2020 Patriots to win by 45 and then lose. But it, man, only score a field goal the very next week. It's that's the most 2020 Patriots thing of all time. Should have seen it coming, honestly. I'm surprised we didn't. But the fact is that it's 24 minus seven. What's that? 17, right? So it's seven. They lost 17 three because that pick six shouldn't have happened. Right. Like if you just don't, if you want to take that, was that a away. Duck. So the Patriots defense gave up less than 20 points. So you should look at the in the Patriots defense at the very end of the game was that that extra seven points. They were worn out at that time. And it actually was going to be a field goal that turned into an offensive uh, or an encroachment, right. a neutral zone. And then it turned into a touchdown. So like that shouldn't even happen. So anybody that wants to blame, they should have held them to three. So if anything, the Patriots only gave up 14 points in that game. And defense, how is your offense not doing anything? And I don't give a shit about Nikhil Harry, Bird, uh, uh, Jacoby Myers, like you, you have enough weapons to make things. Damian Harris is running it up. Like Damian Harris is getting them. They were getting down the field. It's just they get in that red zone. Like Cam Newton is just, it's not good. If, especially when you have Bryant, Miles Bryant out of nowhere. Yeah. Getting what it could have been a pick six, but getting an interception that, that felt like a turning point. And then Cam Newton, you are given field position. Here you go. And you can't right. score. You can't score there. Like that. That's not good. Like that's not how you. It's not good. And I think if they do bring him back and they do extend him, he is going to lose his job to Jared Stidham next preseason. Like once we, they have a four, four, four game. We've talked about this before, and there was finally a graphic on um, on Thursday Night Football. I think Joe brought it up first about how the Patriots just have an inability to draft wide receivers. Like we've talked about the Nikhil Harry thing on here before. We are the biggest Nikhil Harry slander podcast of all time. But um, what what are your thoughts, either of you, on on the fact that the Patriots can't draft wide receivers? I will just say it for you before I go to Tyler is that since 2010, because Julian Edelman was technically drafted in 2009, you could see he's drafted as a quarterback. Well, so he also receiver. wasn't the top, the top pick. Yeah. You had 2010, you had uh, uh, Taylor Price. 2012, you had Jeremy Ebert. 2013, Aaron Dobson, as we would say, Aaron Dobson. 2013, Josh Boyce. Two, 2014, Jeremy Gallon. 2016, Malcolm Mitchell, who did, played really well in a uh, – you're doing this upgraded minutes there. Uh, 2016, Malcolm Mitchell, who played really well in Super Bowl 51. 2016, Devin Lucen, 
2018, Braxton Barrios, who's now on the Jets, I'm pretty sure. And Barrios mm-hmm. was supposed to be the guy that you thought that was going to be like the Julian Edelman replacement because he's just a young, small white kid. And then 2019, Nikhil Harry. And when you Yikes. see that list, this list, and those at home that are watching it, there's a lot of yellow and there's two whites, all the yellow. They're out of the NFL. And they're all out of the NFL now. That's unbelievable. Oh, Joe Buck yesterday, he was like, or wait, Joe Buck, that is Thursday night, right? Whoever yeah. did Thursday night. Well, the Fox. He was yeah. saying, yeah, whoever, maybe it was Aikman saying, he was like, uh, Oshevsky is the, the New England mold guy. I'm like, that is, that, that's the scrappy white guy. We, we get, like, we're not here to draft receivers. We should be considering that running backs, they don't mean nothing in today's league. But if you're a running back who can't, catch the ball or your name is not Derrick Henry, you're basically relevant uh, to like today's NFL. Receivers should be your number one priority. The fact that we keep swinging and missing on all these people, it, it's it's infuriating. Like, I wouldn't call Nikhila Harry a miss yet. Like we said, we, we slander him all the time, but you had a year of Brady in his last year in like uh, New England. That's like not a lot of trust. Brady doesn't trust his like – Never, he didn't want to work with him. He he said he yeah. said he I do not want to develop with this guy. I want I want a receiver right now. I don't want to develop yeah. a, guy, a young guy. And then you have Cam Newton who can't throw the ball, but like you see flashes and you kill Harry like these past two games in LA that are like he had the jumping touchdown and then he had that the one on the sidelines like he can do it. Like Jared Stidham. They're that's why that's why it, that's yeah. why Jared Stidham already has a two year relationship with him. That's and I believe in Nikhil Harry's talents enough that Stidham will make him look good. And I I truly think that if you have Stidham as your starter week one in twenty twenty one, Nikhil Harry will have double digit touchdowns next year. He knows how to use him. You see his big body in that game. You see how he can use his body. Nikhil Harry will be lucky to have double digit catches next year if he's even with this team. I don't think they get rid of him. I I, I, no, no, game. not at all. You don't get get rid of a guy on a rookie contract, well, well, but classic. Yeah. He's classic, not gonna. He's not gonna be that. practice squad or something. He's just not even not that. Get not even looks. that, Brendan. Not even that, Brendan. He's hey. a first round pick, so Belichick has to eat him. Like he know, even yep. if he sucks, he's gonna eat it. Just like he drafted a kicker, that neo Nazi Justin Rohauser, and all of a sudden that shit came out, and then he was missing all these field goals. They had to sign Nick Folk back, and what's Justin? Who's Rohauser the best player doing? on the Patriots? Justin yeah, Rohauser. <laughs> Justin Russell, Justin Rosehauser is on the practice squad. Why hasn't he been released yet? Because Belichick knows he spent a fifth rounder on him. He's not going to release him this season. He's going to release him next year to just say, ah, it didn't work out. He doesn't, it's a little ego thing. There's, there's little, these little ego things. If I fucked up on something, you have to own it. Anybody, anybody that's listening to this, anybody that's you too, right now, if you fuck up on something, you have to own it. You have to own it. It's just like Belichick. If he fucks up on something, he owns it. That's it. Malcolm Butler. He should have put him back in the game. He's like, no, I'm setting him out because I'm standing my ground. And he lost because of that. And he just, and he moved on. And he won a Super Bowl after that. So. Had to bring up 52. What are you going to do? Uh, All right. Before we move on to the Celtics, uh, if you want to talk about your fan of the year nomination for a little bit, the floor is yours. If you I know you've listen, been posting about it. If you listen to Boston's big three, we thank you for listening. If you got this far, we appreciate it because sometimes we love to give you guys insight. If if I get caught saying this, then that means the Patriots are listening to us uh, <laughs> no, because I'm not the supposed new to quarterback. Say hey, if, if the Patriots are listening to us, listen to me real yeah, quick. Let's, let's get the, yeah, let's let's get get your if the Patriots <laughs> are listening. Don't, don't worry about this fan of the year nomination. He's only he's only provided publicity to the event. Like, th- there's no lose in this situation. 
If the biggest problem, if the Patriots are listening, is the fact that we're talking about this, you're nuts. Your biggest problem is that you don't have a quarterback. All right, continue on. Uh, <laughs> so, fan That's of the year. I, I mean, if they hear it, uh, whatever. So, fan of the year is coming up. It's 2020, Bank of America's 2020 fan of the year. Um, it does not have to do with just the 2020 season. It's just about what you've done entirely as a Patriots fan. I've been running my social media accounts since 2007, end of 2017, when we were going to Super Bowl 52. So just in a short amount of time in three years to even be in the spot that I am now as a semifinalist is huge. Like it's absolutely huge to do this. Um, the Patriots look for both uh, your passion for the game and both your community outlook, which you guys know about, whether it's Teddy's team, whether it's best buddies, buzz for kids. We don't even talk about that, but you know, shaving, shaving our heads for that. And um, just anybody that comes to us and we, we post things, try to help out the community. That's what it's all about. And that's what I love doing my social media. Um, I ended up posting on my Instagram, got not, I got 66 nominations, which was, they were like, geez, like that's, that's a lot. Um, my goal guys, before I even get into what, what's going on, uh, if I do win fan of the year, um, my goal is to what I've noticed last 20 years, I've, I've, I've looked researched everything. It's always been someone that's either 45 or older. That's been a season ticket holder since the 1970s or eighties. Uh, I think it's time to bring it to a younger generation. That's been supporting this team over the last 20 years. Uh, there are plenty of people out there and, the eligibility is supposed to be just in New England. The eligibility should be nationwide. It should be someone down in Nashville like Justin Zola. It should be someone should be nominated like Jay Lassard uh, down in Tampa, who is former military, who has been featured out there. Uh, Brendan Watabi out in Arizona <laughs> that just wants to be nominated, even though he's wearing Red Sox hoodies and, and he'll have all his Red Sox memorabilia on if he gets nominated. Uh, someone like Tyler Miller, who's in the middle of <laughs> Pennsylvania between Pittsburgh and Eagles country that, that, that defends the wall every single day. Um, I went to Houston a couple years ago last year, dude, they, they're crazy down there. There are, there are actually, and Jay Lassard did a little video for me uh, and people have been submitting videos. Cause I just, I've been using a hashtag pages fan of the year. I want to show whoever's watching this. Here's some good highlights about spiking <laughs> and Brian, not the low lights. Let's get the highlights out there. <laughs> and he said, Patriots, like there are a lot of fans out there that, that, that are bigger fans and probably that live in new England. And I a hundred percent agree with it. So I hope that this can open. I talked to Fitzy about this and I, and he agrees. Like, I hope that I can be a future ambassador for a fan of the year. The award's not going to be named after me, but I would love to be someone that can find <laughs> fan of the year. Uh, maybe when I die, maybe they'll name it after me, but the I want King man of the year. I just, I think that there's a lot of people with a lot of good stories. I mean, Jake Santos, dude, Teddy's team. I mean, he's, he's too young to win it. You have to be 18, but like that kid deserves it in eight years. Like for the shit he's been doing now. And I'm sure what he's going to do over the next decade, you know, th these are the things the Patriots organization is not seeing fan of the year is something they don't put publicity out there because they probably don't want all these nominations. They probably just want to, you know, come in Monday, just fill out something and then leave. And then that's it. They don't want to put the work in. I'll put the work in for it. A hundred percent put the work in for it. Um, so I'm a semifinalist. Uh, I got word that next Tuesday I will be on a WebEx call. So WebEx, like Zoom, Skype. One they use on TV. What they use on TV. I'm on a WebEx call, so I'm not. It's like to it's like those things that you like sit in for like a TV review or like right. A, uh, okay. Or like a, like a, a cartoons coming out and you need to watch it and get like a panel. 
Okay, because oh, it's a panel. Something. Like so, I wonder if that's what they use for their zo- like little WebEx meetings when they do like the uh, Cam Newton comes on and he talks like post game and stuff like that. But yeah. this kind of reminds me, guys, of like when I went out to LA for the commercial and I, they kept emailing me, stop posting about it, like put, take things down. And then I was, we were always talking about it on here. It's the same thing in this way. They actually emailed me and said, please do not post about this. Please do not talk about it. Uh, that's I why we're doing it here. That's why we do it here because if you're loyal to, if you're loyal, no one's going to know if you're our, our, our followers that listen to us are very loyal to us. That's what's cool because guess what? We're going to look back on this a year from now. We'll have it saved. Um, I'll get to, uh, have a, I don't know if it's a one-on-one, but they said all three semifinalists will be talking with a current Patriots player. Um, they told me specifically not to post this on social media. Do not record the meeting. I have no idea who it is. So guys, I'm going to leave it to you guys. Who do you think that I will be on a conference call with on Tuesday as a semifinals for a Patriots fan of the year where they might be announcing that I win or I lose? I don't know. We'll know on Tuesday. But who do you think I'll be talking to on Tuesday? Matt Slater. Tom Brady. <laughs> I have I have Slater, Hoyer, or um, who's like – it's not going to be anyone huge, I think, but it's going to be someone who's been McCord- around I can see a McCordy doing it. McCordy. Yeah, one of the McCordy. Someone who's – it's going to be a vet. It's not going to be like Chase Winnings or, or, or the new guys, like – so that's what Rune Dog was saying. I was talking to him about it. This guy was one of these guys that opted out. He said David Andrews could be one. Yeah. Um, I thought Gunner. I put Gunner. I put James White up there as well too. Uh, I would think it would be hilarious if it was Chase Winovich because I don't think we're on the good terms right now. I just kind of want somebody that's not on good terms with me or that's that's what I, I that's what I was thinking. Hoyer. Hoyer loves Hoyer. me. He loves me. He loves okay, young, young, he the loves only, young. The only thing I know about Hoyer he, is the, the He loves young Gronk. Like he loves YG. Uh, if Brian Hoyer ends up being my guy, I will say, hey, you, you have to come on a podcast after the season's over. Because <laughs> he's not gonna be on the team anymore, I'm sure. He's, he's yeah. he'll be done. He'll be a coach or whatever. Um I don't I don't know. All I care about guys is Hold I on, hold I on. I, I need I need, we still need to settle on this. If if it's Nikhil Harry, what are you gonna say to him? <laughs> Shake him for the I, entire time. <laughs> So Nikhil, I met I met Nikhil Harry at the uh, remember that Gronk versus Mayweather basketball game. We me and uh, yeah. met him. Yeah, dude, that's, that's before he was a bust though. He's a bust now. I'll, so if it's Nikhil Harry, I, I am Nikhil. Say tell I, tell it to me. All right, if you're Nikhil Harry, listen, Nikhil. I know you go on social <laughs> media. I know you see things on Twitter. I want you to prove them wrong next year. I want you to prove them wrong. You haven't been given the opportunity yet. And I hope that you have that opportunity next year. I want you to shut every single fan up. And I know you're going to get double-digit touchdowns next year. I know you're going to do it. It's going to happen. Understand. Thank you, Spike. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any uh, NFL stuff? Like, who's our real contenders? I think we just played them. I think the Rams are legit. I was going to say, I think it's pretty obvious that the AFC is going to be Chiefs. I don't think the Steelers. Like, yes, they're 11-1 and or whatever they are. And no, they're not the worst undefeated team that lost. Like, they were bound to lose a game. They were bound to drop a game. They're still a good team. You're not better than the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to be in the AFC. Um, NFC, like, that's a toss. You could make an argument to, like, the Bucks. Like, they can make a late – like, they can get it together within this last month of the season and turn around. You can make a argument for the Saints, the Seahawks, the Rams. Are the really Ravens anybody. Are the Ravens even Packers, in the playoff picture again? Ravens, Ravens, I think, are out of there. Really? 
Right now it's it's Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Buffalo, Tennessee, top four. Then it's Cleveland, Miami, Indy. And then it goes Las Vegas, Baltimore, New England. And oh, yeah. So, yeah, so, so it's, it's about locked in, just about. I, I'm going to uh, go it's going to be Chiefs, Packers. Super Bowl? Yeah, the Packers always seem to blow it every year, though, in the playoffs somehow. But, like, Aaron Rodgers is playing crazy. This, like, his, his playing career is winding down. I think this is his last hurrah. And then they get waxed by Kansas City. Mm. Babs, what are your Super Bowl predictions right now? Um, I'm going to say uh, it's Kansas City, which yeah. which I'm going to say they're going to lose this week. They're going to lose to Miami. Uh, I, I trust Brian Flores, who knows how to contain and play against uh, um, uh, 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 Kansas City. And I saw something that Miami and New England kind of play similar, like just how Miami's kind of mimicking the play style of New England in some of their matchups. Miami beat the Chargers pretty soundly. Belichick went in there and did even better than Miami. Miami's been able to keep up with, with, with what's going on. Uh, but I still think Kansas City, Kansas City's due for another loss and it will come now. They'll, they'll, they'll finish the season 14 and two. Um, I, 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 Kansas City all the way though. You, you're not going to stop Mahomes. Yeah. If when the Patriots are the Patriots are out of it, I'm rooting for Cleveland. Like as like the underdog, like it's just underdog. I even want Buffalo to win. Like AFC East, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be like, oh, I want Buffalo. I don't want Buffalo. They're a fun team to watch. No, no, they have good fans. You don't want no, no, no. I don't want to go. I don't want to do the back and forth. I don't want to do that. Uh, On, uh, uh, I mean, I'll root. I'll root for Tennessee, like just to get back there or something. On the flip side, New Orleans. I'm stuck with them. Yeah. Drew Brees is going to come back at some point, right? Like Drew, Drew are they going to be play. worse though? Are they going to be a worse team? With Drew Brees them? will have a sluggish first game whenever he comes back, and I don't know how long he's staying out. Is he coming back week seventeen? Is he has he, two he ribs able? left, so who knows? <laughs> so two next good week's ribs. one rib, and then next week is no. So how how long is it going to take for him to come back? That that I think he's still with Hill. Taysom Hill's winning them. Get, I don't think. But Taysom here's the thing: you can still starting. have Breeze in there and Hill in there. Like you can have Jameis Winston come in. Peyton no. Is not do anything it comes no. In. The Saints are due. The Saints are overdue. And you know what? If you guys want to talk about conspiracies, the NFL might fuck around and make sure that the Saints are in the Super Bowl and win it this year because Breeze has to retire soon, and they might give him the Peyton Manning treatment. He gets carried by a team. He goes in there. He ends up winning the game. I, I, I am all in on the Saints, and I, I'm on the Saints to still. What did, wouldn't that same? Couldn't you apply that same argument to the Buccaneers? The Buccaneers are going through growing pains right now. I think the Buccaneers lose to Minnesota this week, and there is a possibility that the Buccaneers might not make the playoffs this this no, year. No, no, don't be weird now. I'm don't, not being don't, weird. Don't it's, be. It's, don't go crazy so, now. So right now, the wild cards are Seattle, Tampa Bay, Minnesota. Minnesota six and six. Tampa Bay seven and five. Minnesota's won five out of the last six. They're a hot team. Hot I'll, team. I would get a Kirk Cousins tattoo if, if 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 somehow Tom Brady lost his playoff spot to to the Minnesota Vikings. They have to play Atlanta twice, and I bet Matt Ryan and company are going to split. There's got to be a split with no. Atlanta right there. And they still have to play the Panthers as well, too. And who knows what Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey could cook up. I, I look at Tampa Bay as Brady wants Arians gone. And that's why I talk about Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels might be going down there. I think that Brady's going to go to Tampa in terms of the hierarchy. I will sign an extension. I will stay here another two to three years because Brady has been selling his pieces. Like he just, he's selling up here in Massachusetts. He's selling his New York place. He's moving everything down to Miami. He's, he's Miami, Brazilian Giselle. Like it's just, that's what he's moving it down to. He's putting all his assets down in Miami. 
I will stay in Tampa Bay for another two to three years and sign an extension. If a, you kick out Arians and fire him and B I get to bring in the coach of my choosing. He's pulling a LeBron James right now in, in, in late in his career. He, he rightfully so he can do whatever he wants. I don't care, but I just think that the coaching is so bad. The fact is the Patriots last year had were 12 and four and the bucks this season have a way better team than the Patriots last year. And they're seven and five. They're not going to be 12 and four. It's telling. It's coaching. It's 100% coaching. Um, I think Tampa Bay is, if they make it, they're going to get kicked out of the wild card. Like, they're, they're not going – I think they can win a game in the playoffs they, as long as they get in. Depends on who they're matched up there. I mean, if they're matched up against they, the New York Tom Giants. Tom Brady, man. I mean, if they're matched up against the Rams, they, they, they might lose. Like, if they're matched up against Green Bay, they'll lose. I mean, if, if they're matched up against Seattle, they'll lose. Like, I just – I don't – see them beating yeah. any of those teams i don't see them beating any of those teams except the giants except the east if they match up against the east, right I that's gonna be ridiculous that, that one of those teams is going to the playoffs which is still unbelievable and it might it might just be the washington and, football team and the thing is this tampa bay might sneak in just because of the seventh seed like you have yeah. arizona that's six and six like arizona i think is gonna lose this week. i think kyle murray's hurt i i just think that they're gonna start dwindling down at the end of the too so again saints saints kansas city and that'll be a fun matchup mahomes versus Breeze, mahomes mahomes andy reed versus sean payton it's that's a watchable super bowl like and here's w- another thing guys think about how many eyeballs are on the product this year because there's no sports going on you can't attend right. things and tvs and an all-time high streams the nfl is going to want the perfect matchup this year they're going to need the perfect matchup they're going to need the most eyeballs possible this year and you know how you get that you with the super bowl one rematch of the the Kansas City Chiefs and Green Bay Packers, and that'd be a great matchup. Too. I think it would. I, I, agree. I think it'd be a good yeah. one, and I think the Chiefs would win it. But um, I, it's just weird to think about a team going back to back again because it, it hasn't been done in what 15, 16 years now since the Pats did it. Yeah, since the Pats have done it, right? And it, there's been teams that have gone to back to back Super Bowl, Seattle and the Patriots. They've right. both gone, but they haven't won it. So uh, it, it would be if anyone's going to do it, Mahomes. I'll, yeah. I'll, you know what? I I, I don't want to be the biased Patriots guy. I, I'll support Pat Mahomes and He's I'll good. support Travis Kelsey. And I only do that because we got to meet them before Super Bowl 53. And like, they were cool. Like they were chill. Yeah. And I got to make fun of Pat Mahomes to his face. I got <laughs> to throw, I got to throw that Super Bowl tattoo in his face. Oh man. Uh, and, and now I'll have to eat it over the next couple of years for yeah. winning MVPs and winning Super Bowls. But well, you also got, you also had another arm. That's got a, another tattoo on it, but we won't talk about that one. Talk about that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're just perfect time. Let's talk about a little Celtics, dude. Let's get into Celtics season. It's here. Boston Celtics uh, back next Tuesday for the preseason. Our first game is officially the 23rd, and then we have the Nets on Christmas Day. It's crazy that the NBA is back already. There's games uh, happening right now. Pre-season yeah, a lot games. of preseason. I mean, I, I haven't watched much of it because I just don't want to see it yet. Right. As one of the biggest NBA fans on the planet, I hate NBA preseason more than anything. Um, but yeah, we'll do a basic breakdown, some predictions, and I guess we can start doing the one. Wait, did, so Brandon, do you want me to have one to eight East and West? Yeah, I'm just saying, what what do you think your projections are going to be for for All what right. the East and West are going to look like this season? Let's do it. East number one, <clears throat> uh, Milwaukee Bucks. They're the best regular season team in the world. Like they're, they're going to do it again. Everyone's going to be thinking about Giannis again. Can you do it in the playoffs? They're, they're like the one seed. They're the sea level uh, nuggets. Yeah. They, they can't take their game into hyperdrive. That's, that's what the LeBron teams of the Cavs did when they were going to the playoffs as a four seed and being in the playoffs, uh, the finals. Like they haven't had that extra step. Yeah. Drew Holiday this year, though. Who knows? 
Right. Number two, I have Celtics. I think that this is going to be the year that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown really, really stake themselves in like the NBA star culture. Like everyone's saying, wait on it, wait on it. This is the year. This is year five for Brown, year four for Tatum. Who do you think takes the biggest step for, for the Celtics this year? That's not one of those main starting guys. Uh, there's a couple answers you could do. One, it could be Robert Williams, which is, I think, what the media is already getting after. So it's kind of like a lazy answer. But I think yeah. it's real. I think Robert Williams is going to be the beast. Uh, Grant Williams, I think he takes another step. Romeo Langford, he didn't get a lot of time last year. But, like, people, people are kind of not giving him credit because he didn't get a lot of time. He's not really that known. But he, right. he, he is going to be good on defense. I'm not sure how much of a shooter he is. I know when he got drafted, he was having like ping pong paddles taped to his hand to fix his shooting. So that's not a very good sign. Um, I don't know. He, he, he'll take a step. Like, I'm not sure if you can say Tristan Thompson will take a step because he wasn't with us in the Celtics, but he's he out of Cleveland. He has, a re- he has a reason to play basketball again. Like, you're not going to win anything in Cleveland. You're, you're back to being a competitive team. Like, right. you, when you saw – those Cavs teams, it's Tristan Thompson was bodying Al Horford every single game. Yep. So he's someone I'm glad we got. I just want to stop you for a second. Do you think the NBA is actually going to go through the entire season? Yes. Mm, yeah. There's a vaccine that got approved. I, I think ago. also like the first like month or so of the season, that's not going to be the NBA. Like that's going to be right. a bunch of, a bunch of filler players, a bunch of guys trying to fight for minutes, like the LeBrons of the world. Who stopped playing basketball in the finals like 20 minutes ago? Like the, the Heat, you'll see them all come back because they just lost enough power. Like, but the star star players is gonna be super load management. I think it's only 72 games this year, too. Yeah, did you so, see the there was the memo I think that just came out about the like teams resting star players on during primetime games? I think it was like a fine of upwards of a hundred thousand dollars if they don't play those guys. Yeah. And there's no injury to think about. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they play. This is why the NBA is a thing. Uh, three, I got the Nets. Oh, I think that's just pretty obvious. You have Kyrie, KD. A lot I, of people are down. A lot of people are down. I don't down, think it's going to work they, yet. I think they'll be a playoff team. I don't think they're going to be that high, though. They're going to be mean, traveling. So far they, haven't lost, they haven't lost anybody that they really had to, like, quote-unquote, bring back. Like, they brought back almost everyone, and you're adding uh, maybe one of the best basketball players of all time in Kyrie Irving. Uh, I mean, Kevin Durant. I think you meant to say Kevin Durant there. I said and Kyrie Irving. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. No. Uh, four, <laughs> I, got, I, I got the Raptors. They're still good. They're yep. another one of those teams that are a regular season champ. They're not playing in Toronto. I think they're playing in Tampa this year. Yeah, That's going to be weird. But Siakam came back, obviously, because he signed an extension. Fred Van Fleet came back after I think everybody thought he was going to be gone. They're another team who brings back everybody except Gasol and Obaka, really. So we're going to have to see how their front court changes. But other than that, the Raptors is still a good team. Five, we got the Heat. The Heat were in the finals for a reason, but they were also like the five seed for a reason. Uh, they, they caught themselves in a hot spot during the bubble when in a weird, weird time. Like that was a tournament that they all started playing well and they gelled in at work. They were the five seed for a reason, though, because when you play real basketball throughout the entire year and all these like role players and stuff are really cooking in the bubble for no reason. Um, like they're not better than the other four teams, I think. Six of the Sixers, another team that I said last episode that we recorded that they did improve. However, this is a city filled with losing players, losing mentality. The Sixers literally, like they just are very good at losing. Until they prove me otherwise, I was a six seed, and everybody 
in Philly is going to lose their mind <laughs> when this isn't the answer. When adding Doc Rivers and getting rid of Horp, like they're, they're not going to be good. You can't have your two star players, none of them can shoot the basketball. Uh, seven, the I got the Wizards. World. Seven, I got the Wizards. Uh, you add Russ so with Beal. Um, people forget Wizards have a lot of shooters on the team. Now, like you, you never really had the John Wall Beal thing for since probably since they played the Celtics in the playoffs. I was say the Celtics playoffs, yeah, like what three, four years ago. Yeah, that was like, like 2017. That was the end of that. Russ comes in, like you know, Russ is gonna try every single game no matter what. The East is always weaker than the West. He comes to a way we he'll play a lot weaker teams throughout the whole season, especially with the new schedule shakeups for COVID. Uh, I think that they will themselves into the playoffs and then eight out of the Hawks. Um, I don't think the Pacers make it. I don't think the Magic make it. I don't think the Hornets make it. Who's, and, who's your but, nine seed, though? Because I think the nine and ten have a chance at playoffs this year. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. All right. Nine and ten, then it was going to be Pacers and Magic. Okay. Like, Do you think either of them can somehow sneak in in your uh The Pacers scheme. maybe, depending with, like, Oladipo, Miles Turner. Okay. But I think the Pacers are, like, they're going to blow it up this year right. because – I don't know. And then Magic, you never know. Aaron Gordon always takes a step. Aaron Gordon is one of the most underrated players in the league, but he's in Orlando, so nobody really cares. And then Charlotte, Devontae Graham, he's still good. He's coming back. Right. You get Gordon Hayward, you have LaMelo Ball, you have Terry Rozier, but really that's where the list ends. It's you a never very, know. very, very young team. Yeah, they're, they're going to be good, but not yet. So, yeah, that's my East. In terms of the West, uh lot of way better teams in the West. As oh, always. The West is you could shuffle you could shuffle it and you could be right every single number, time. Number one, obviously, I got the Lakers. Um, they are the title favorites again this year. They definitely should be. Number two are the Clippers. They have a lot to prove after kind of fumbling in it in the playoffs. Three nuggets, similar to the Bucks. They're mm-hmm. always one of those scrappy teams that are gonna be, I think, every playoff series in the past like four years, whatever they got joke Jokic. They've been Buc- one, two, three. The Bucks like, may be the sea level Nuggets, but the Nuggets are the mile high Bucks. Uh, four. I got the Mavs. Mavs are gonna be good. Luca's gonna they have on a whole year. Porzingis hopefully coming back. You made that trade for. I mean, Josh Richardson isn't terrible, but you gave up Seth Curry for him. Right. Um, I think you just live with that and you, you see what you can do. Um, five are the Warriors. Steph is back. Clay is not uh, Wiggins, Wiseman, uh, Dreamline. He's still there. Like the Warriors are still the Warriors. Just because they had a bad year last year does not mean that they're they're done. Like it stinks out loud about Clay Thompson. I don't know a single soul, even as much as people hated the Warriors when they were cooking. Like for those four year stretches, sad to not see him up there anymore. Everybody loved Clay Thompson. Uh, six. I got the Blazers. They're similar to the okay. Heat. Uh, they were there for a reason in the bubble. They were cooking in that tournament style. Dame is unconscious, but everyone said it was easy to shoot in the bubble, so I don't know. Uh, and then there's just better teams in them than the, the West. Right. Simple as that. Like, the, the Blazers are not bad. You're just going to have to fight. Seven. Now, this is going to be depending on if James Harden stays, obviously, but the Rockets. He's going to stay. You're going to stay this year. I think he stays. I think he stays at least half the year, and if he, it's going to be, like, all-star break or time if Instead he does get traded. Either way, you got John Wall coming there. You have Boogie. Um, which I think just like they're, they're big names. Now, if you added these people like five years ago, that's a way better haul, but I'm saying, but they're boys. Like they, they played in Kentucky together. They've been friends the entire, like, I think friendships in the NBA meet a lot more than any other sport. Like we've been saying 
eight, I got the Pelicans. You got to hope Zion plays. You got to hope Ingram continues to take the elite Lonzo ball, uh, Josh Hart, that entire really roster. There was a young team waiting to hit. Maybe they hit it this year, but then again, you're in the West. So that means they got what? The Grizzlies not making it. Uh, the Jazz, mm, I made a mess though. Jazz probably over. That's, that's why the West is hard because you're you have to leave a playoff team off of it. Uh, and gonna... just because the Suns went eight and they're not gonna, they're, right? They're gonna be bad, they're gonna be a terrible team. Well, this I think just, I think the Suns. Suns could sneak in because I think the Suns could find a way to be that OKC team from last year that still wound it up in the playoffs. I mean, this is the first year that Derek, I mean, that Devin Booker has had a coach the same coach back-to-back years like right. every year in the M- his NBA career he's at a different and an all pro you, you can't get better at that who will, yeah. who will like who will show and and it, Chris Paul is going to make Devin Booker and probably DeAndre and both all-stars mm-hmm. this year I would I, I think there's an argument for it all right Babs what's your thoughts <laughs> I can't believe you just oh. wasted our time going Bab's still through there. every single standings dude just do the top four I mean, when you look no, at the Western, the NBA, well, yeah, 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 yeah. when you go the through the Western, uh, <laughs> when you go through the Western Conference last year, Denver the three seed, Dallas the seven seed. There's only four games that separated them. Like there's 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 this certain clump. So that's, you don't like that's just why what the West said, is gonna be fun. Shuffle it. It doesn't matter. Just shuffle it. Give me your top three teams in each conference. I don't care about the rest. Who are Fox, your top Celtics, three teams? Nets, Lakers. I, why, I, I don't understand the Nets in the top three there. Like, yes, they're going to be that's, that's good. All, all the Nets all. are going to be phenomenal. Right, so let's, go back to the, let's, let's, let's go back to the East. Because Nets are going to gonna be a five seed. So you said, you said, so what did you say again? Three, Bucks, three. Bucks, Celtics, Nets. What do you got, Brennan? Celtics, or not, not, no particular. Top Just top three. Particular Just, order. Just top three. Don't care. Celtics, Raptors, Heat. Philadelphia 76ers will win the Eastern Conference this year. I am 100% on Philadelphia this year. I think Doc Rivers is a great coach. And they are re- that, that's an organization that they know they have to win now. They made the right. Okay, but they've, the they've known that for years. <laughs> they no, they, they, nothing. They, they, they continue to add ingredients into the, like, they created, they always add, like, spices and all these extra It's just too much spice. Into the dish. And now it tastes terrible. Now it's this dusty. This is the millionth roster shakeup front office shakeup. They have no consistency. The only consistent thing that the Philadelphia 76ers know how to do is lose. They're a bunch of losers. Simple end of the day. Like, Sixers fans, ride or die. They love Philly Sixers. They're not good. They're, they're, they're a bad not team. good. You done yet? Sixers, Stop. Heat, Raptors. Those are your top three out of the Eastern Conference. The Boston Celtics are going to struggle early on. And there might be a point if you're the Boston Celtics. And again, I asked you this question 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. Is there going to be a full season? I don't yeah. think there's going to be a full season. You guys can talk about your full seasons. I don't think there's going to be. I'm going to be well, thinking about it. You're there. right. It's going to be a 72-game season. Exactly. What would I, stop it? Kobe's not going to stop it. Yes, it will. They, one, all, all it takes is one player in the NBA, and then they, the entire shit gets shut down. The Portland right? Trailblazers have but it right you, now, and they're playing say, a game yeah. in an hour. If you want to play this game, Kemba, they play the 72 games. Kemba Walker is, is, is already hurt. Like, be careful what you're about be, to say. Okay. I'm, say. I'm just, Can I'm I just say saying this? I don't, I'm not sure how high I am if, if I'm the Boston Celtics this year, there's no fans. There's there's no like no fans are gonna attend games. I tank. I'm not tanking on purpose. 
I would not try this season. You already have Tatum locked up. You already have Brown locked up. You have Kemba locked. You have these players locked up. You have okay, but do you think that's gonna happen? Do you think that's gonna happen? This year is already wasted. I'm telling you, this COVID year is a wasteful year. It's going to be feeling like a wasteful year. And I'd rather be a bottom team with a high draft pick that can do something and make a trade. And I'd rather focus on 2021 and 2022, especially when we have Tatum, Brown, Kemba, these players locked up. I'd rather have another piece added to the Boston Celtics. Okay, but you're fooling that's just nobody. not going to happen. No, that's no, not, yeah. Fooling anybody is just what I believe in. It's not happening. I don't I, I I'm just that's what I believe in. That's that's just me. It's probably one the voice. Celtics, the Celtics are too good and they've had their name thrown through the mud too much for just making the Western Conference Finals yeah. to punt a year. Can we talk about Babs just said punt, the team can, that just came can, off of their third Eastern Conference Finals appearance in the last four years? A team with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Brad Stevens, Kemba Walker leading the way. And he says they should tank this year. I think because of COVID, and I think that things are gonna get a little tricky. And I think between injuries, just punt the year. I agree. Punt okay, but I also have this. When the NBA canceled, that was prime rona season that was when it first started nobody right. knew the severity like not saying covid's bad before people freak out covid obviously is a real thing fun fact but when you know the severity isn't as bad for your your demographic your athletes like they're gonna survive if they get it like they're, they're the best people in shape in the world they're gonna have high class doctors you see the NBA, uh, the nfl's doing it maybe that's goodell and by maybe i mean that's goodell and there's so many more people. They don't have it controlled, but they, they're going to finish their season. There's no way the NBA misses out on that because they already missed out on all that crazy right. money. And if March Madness, which is definitely going to happen, you're not going to miss March Madness back-to-back years. 100%. The NCAA would oh, This is what I'm going to do. I am going to do the Felger and Maz on you real quick, and we have to really wrap this up. And by the Felger and Maz, it means talk about the Celtics when they don't watch the Celtics games. That's okay, the only thing. But you guys know basketball. If you know basketball, I'm going to give it to you. They open up against the Bucks, win or loss. We're doing win or loss. loss. Oh, win. we're starting of the year. Oh, loss. Okay, Brooklyn Nets. Win. Uh, I give us a win because it's a Christmas game. We always seem to play like. Write this down, Brendan. That's one and one. Win and loss. Get a Celtics pen and paper. going seventy-two and zero. That's that's all I know. Back to back at Indiana. Uh, probably split. All back to backs are split. So, so two I'll and two. It. Home against Memphis. Win. Win. There's three and two. Back back to back against Detroit. W- both wins. Detroit's bad. Detroit is not good. I think we win both. So that's five and two. At Tampa Bay, a.k.a. Toronto, a.k.a. the Raptors. Uh, close one, uh, but it's a win. That's another one that you don't know about. But, yeah, I'm going to give us a win. You can split, you gonna, can, you can split those it. games all season. Yeah. At Miami I'm going right to hope we win. If we it's, win a couple in a row. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard. You're going to be playing a lot of the best teams early because uh, the COVID schedule is all messed up. Like, you're going to be facing a lot of teams back-to-back this year. So you're pretty much projecting teams. the Celtics right off the gate to pretty much go – 10 and four like that. That's what it seems. I like. don't think that's, that's bad. That's a, no, that's really good. good, but I just don't think yeah. the Celtics are a 10 and that's, four team right now. That's off what they've the done every year without Kyrie Irving on the team. Also, this is the first year without Hayward. This is the, like, this is why I think that like, like people know Jalen Brown's good. I'm not Stars saying are that, going to be born, but Jalen Brown is about to take a step. that I don't think anybody's ready for. You saw it in the bubble. He was the most consistent player in the bubble. Minus that one game. You want like, Two for a billion shooting, and everybody wanted his head on a platter when they don't pay attention to the good stuff he does. I just, I just, I just want to say, I think this is the year. 
Don't get the, you know what, whatever. If they go to the playoffs, go to the playoffs. Don't get disappointed if they don't go to the finals. I, I, I really think that they're still another. I, yeah, piece, I don't think it's a final. Um, another major piece away from really saying, you just signed Tatum. You can go out to any free agent now and be like, we locked this guy. That was huge. That was huge. I was against Tatum even signing here. I said, he's going to go to LA. That's so huge that you have him signed here. And I think that this entire season come up is kind of a wash. I think it's just because you're coming off that bubble. There's a short off season. You're going right back into the season. It's a wash. It just doesn't feel right. I, I think the Celtics really need to focus the next year. Western Conference real quick. The Lakers, Warriors, are Warriors are number one. They're, they're, and I'm not, we said top three don't have to. The Warriors are going to go from the bottom right to the top. I no. believe in Steph Curry. No. I believe in Steph. Yes, I believe in Steph Curry carrying, no. that, that, carrying that squad. Lakers are two. And the Phoenix Suns are three. What the hell? The Suns aren't going to make the playoffs. Chris Paul is good, like we said. Devin Booker, also good. DeAndre Eid, very good. The the list stops there. There's no one really else great on the Suns. Two of the teams you just mentioned as the top three in your West will may not be in the playoffs. Yeah, Warriors could not make it. It's very realistic they don't make it. Like we said, the if the Clay's there, four- it's a different conversation. It's a very different conversation. If I mean, who healthy. else is on? I mean, you're if the Warriors make it, Andrew Wiggins is going to have himself a year because I, I'm not high on Wiggins in the slightest. No, point. Steph Curry, very good, obviously. Yes, like people greatest might shooter forget of all time. About, because people's goldfish brains don't remember Steph Curry running around the floor these past couple of years, chucking right. up a shot from wherever it's going to go in. He's still going to be that type of play. Right. Like I said, the list ends there. Maybe Wiseman turns out to be something crazy. The seven foot one center that can run the floor. Like, that's, that's a good asset. He's never played in the NBA. Last organized game he played, he got kicked out of his school the next day. Like, you never know what's going to be happening. I just day. I just want to say that the L.A. Clippers are going to go back down to mediocrity. They're, they're not going to be the Clippers that you just saw last year. Clippers are gonna I think, make I think with the Clippers, the Clippers were a different story. They were a team filled with talent that needed the gel. And, like, when teams start to normally gel right up before the playoffs, the NBA season gets stopped. You get a lot of months off. You come back in the bubble. People don't want to be there. Like Paul George, just saw all the smoke. Listen to that. He's like, nobody want to be in the bubble. Right. Like it was a tough experience, like mentally for like a bunch of, but whatever. When the Clippers have a year playing together and Kawhi Leonard is still in the NBA, Kawhi Leonard isn't going to, like, we thought that they weren't going to blow a three-month lead. They did. Yeah. Is that Kawhi's fault? No, but no. yes, because you're the, you're the leader. You should be doing it. Either way, I think the Clippers are going to be fine. Ty Lue, Ty Lue, I think he's a good coach. I don't think he's a good coach because I've trashed him multiple times. I think he's a good coach for the system. Ty Lue is the perfect person to get walked over and be called in charge. He does have a rank. Congrats, LeBron. But, like, I don't know. I think I, he doesn't need to get walked over, but he's more of a player's coach. Not saying that Doc <laughs> Rivers wasn't a player's coach, but there's a lot of ugliness between that Paul George and Doc Rivers relationship even before the Clippers. Is there anything that you want to see the NBA experiment in this season? If there's no fans that are able to attend this year, is there something There'll you want to see? There'll be fans. Whether – no, there's not going to be fans. There's, there's going to be, no, Bo- be no Not fans. in Boston. No, no, no. no I'm talking about other fans. There, there's going to be no fans. There's going to be there, no fans. There will be because I'm, go, I'm, I'm already planning on Charlotte. attending quite a few games. Wait, yeah, I was gonna say, I think Joe, when Joe Biden out. gets in there in, in the one month from now, there's going to be no fans. There, there's going to be a shutdown. There's going to be a shutdown in America. Pennsylvania shuts down tomorrow. Oof. Fun fact. Do you want to see the NBA try something different? Street ball? Do we want to see a street ball game? No fans in attendance. Do you want to see something different? Are you talking about like the all-star break? That kind of thing? 
No, I want to talk about a regular season game. I want to see something different. You see the end. Do you see this the is, NHL? I mean, the only thing you can experiment with is a four point line. But I think right. you would have to first experiment with that in the G League, which isn't happening this year. So you're going to see guys like Taco Fall probably would be a lot more. Uh, because, like we said in the beginning of like the NBA stuff, a lot of these star players aren't going to be playing at the beginning of the year. Say, say the Jason Tatums of our team, the Jalen Browns of a team, they're going to take a couple of games off here and there. That, that means that the, the new guys that we just drafted. Um, Naismith and Pritchard, they're going to be getting a lot more minutes off the gate early, which is Schedule's beneficial. Really I think that that always have, like we the Celtics have always had that situation. Jason Tatum started his first game in a Celtic uniform. Whether that was like, I mean, that was anyone's fault. Hayward got hurt that game, so like he got bumped. I don't think Jalen started, but Jalen had a lot of minutes. These like the Celtics' way is kind of throw the new guys in the fire, see if they can catch up. These new guys who've been thrown in the fire have been working together. Like this is why I. I I think they are too good to simply punt games, like you said earlier. But anyways, we should wrap this up. Uh, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Bob's never asked me my top three teams in the West. Oh, my bad. That's your final thought. Bob's asked me. It's not my final thought, but what's your top three teams in the West? Oh, uh, they're the, the Lakers, the hey. Mavericks, and the Clippers. Yeah, I, I like mean the, the LA teams. I like the Mavericks. They're good. Yeah. Anyways, now we can do final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? I'll, I'll volunteer. Uh, baseball is boring again. They just had their winter meetings. Usually, it's like the NBA free agency type week. Just only one week of it, but there were probably three actions total: one trade, two signings, and it was the worst winter meetings of all time. Like the winter meetings are when the Red Sox acquire Chris Sale, sign David Price. Like it's supposed to be a splashy week, but uh, not a single thing happened this week. My final thought is Patriots fan of the year. Next week, it's the big week. It's Tuesday. It means so much if I win, not only because of what we've done uh, on Instagram, which started Ride the Wave, which started Boston's big three, Think about that. The Patriots have kind of gotten to us at this point. Uh, if I win fan of the year, I'm telling you the content will be absolutely astronomically the greatest thing you'll ever see. Bananas. Because I love wrestling. I am going to act like the Miz the entire time. I am going to carry this trophy. That a they promise? Give you a jersey that says fan of the year on it. I am telling you, and you get season tickets next year. I'm telling you. There is going to be – they might regret doing it. But I'm telling you, first of all, I got my high school. My high school does the emblem. They, they give a little thing. I'm going to get a full page of myself on here with Pat's Fan of the Year. And when a couple of weeks from now, I'm going to show you it right here. I'm going to read the article about myself. I'm telling you, <laughs> all my high school 10 years ago, I'm going to let them all know. This is – I'm Pat's fan of the year. I'm going to get myself in articles. I'm going to be all over radio. I'm going to be on TV. You're going to see a resurgence of the Spike King heading into 2021. Will you sign uh, my copy? I will. Absolutely. <laughs> the is, I'm recording this podcast on my iPad. My laptop seems to have officially kicked the bed, kicked the bucket. Rocks? Uh, how can you help out with this? Listening at home? Go to get a sponsorship. Designs. Go to timemillerdesigns.com. Go to whatever you want on my shop. You click add to cart, you click purchase, and you help the kid out. And it's like a trade. You help me out, I'm going to give you some fire merch. Or you could be uh, like Joe Boston. Stafford and go get a go get a sponsorship and go make money. 
Go use the go, go use the accounts. Use my account. Use this account. Use All any I'm account. Saying, there's a lot. There's a lot cooking up behind the scenes. We'll, we'll, we'll end it up. Boston Victory. That's pretty important. Please.